40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards returns now on the Blaze Radio Network. So did you hear about the uh, animals rescued in the, quote, farmyard of horrors uh, in Ohio? This is how the Daily New York Daily News reported it, because, of course, it's the New York Daily News. Uh, over 100 animals rescued from farmyard of horrors in Ohio. Now, it wasn't a farmyard, by the way. It was a backyard. It was a backyard in a subdivision, uh, and it wasn't that somebody had their backyard, uh, you know, flock of five chickens. no. No, uh, Brown County, Ohio, Fayetteville subdivision, uh, 118 chickens, uh, several goats and sheep, two rabbits, two dogs, uh, apparently all in the backyard. The, uh, looks like they had made like some pallet fences. I mean, it looks like they had tried to, to do something. Um, the problem was, again, it, it actually takes a lot of effort to raise and care for that many animals. There are apparently dead chickens floating in pails of rancid green-looking water. Uh, Volunteers from the uh, local humane shelter who showed up said there was little food or water on site for the animals. Apparently a neighbor had uh, complained about the stench. The deputy dog warden uh, came out and, and said, I gave him four days to get things straightened up. When I came back, they had done nothing. So I gave him an ultimatum to surrender the animals or get charged. And they, they did they surrender the animals uh, and will avoid facing charges. There was a three-year-old shepherd uh, named Antonio uh, Dog. By the way, not a, not a human shepherd. I realize I'd probably be more clear with that. Uh, found locked to a short, heavy chain, probably 60 pounds underweight. I mean, just awful. Uh, just awful conditions for these animals. And the explanation, according to the um, deputy dog warden, uh, was that he was, quote, going to try to feed his family on these farm animals. Look, and again, I can certainly admire the sentiment, but if you find that it's too much for you, and if you find it overwhelming, then... You can't just give up and keep the animals there. I, I Listen, I, I understand feeling overwhelmed and feeling like, whoa, this was way, way, way too much for us to take on and handle. But at that point, it's up to you to find other homes for those animals and go on Facebook and... Uh, you know, get involved in some of the uh, farm groups. I, I guarantee you, if you've got too many chickens, someone online will probably take some of those chickens off your hands. If you have too many goats, might take you a little bit. You're probably going to be uh, struggling maybe to find a home for your buck. Um, but you can you can do it. But you, you can't just not care about the animals that you have anymore. And, you know, trying to turn your backyard. Listen, we get emails each and every week from folks who are doing amazing things with an acre or two acres, and, and they're getting it done. I mean, they're, they're incredibly productive on an acre or two acres of land. But if you've got a standard-sized backyard, you, 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 you don't have the space for 120 chickens and goats and sheep and rabbits in their hutches and dogs. I mean, you just you just don't. 
um, at that point, you're not you're 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 not a, a small scale like you know homesteader or hobby farmer. You're like a mini factory farm at that point. Uh, and I can't imagine that that is what this uh, individual is set out intending to do. But that is apparently uh, where they ended up. So hopefully the animals, I think all of the animals have been adopted out already. Uh, and that's very good news. But again, it, it that could have happened earlier uh, if the uh, owner had just decided to uh, admit that this was too much for him. Um, if, if you find yourself in that situation, trust me, I don't know anybody, I don't know anybody who has done this and who has raised animals who would, who would sniff and say, well, those people are awful. I know the people that I know would say, you know what, that is, I'm really glad that they recognize this and I'm really glad that they asked for some help. And I'm really glad that they were, that we were able to, uh, take an animal off of their hands that, that good for them for speaking up. We would much rather, people would much rather see that than the alternative. So a couple of emails I want to get to before we uh, take our first time out. We have a lot. Thank you very much for the emails this week. Deborah uh, sent along, uh, she says, a tale from a place near our future farm. This is from uh, jackshopkitchen.com. Uh, when the pigs came home, this was uh, from a couple of days ago, October 14th, uh, 2016, and it's uh, all about the uh, first time that uh, this family uh, got uh, their pigs processed and everything that went into it, a, a cross litter between Mulefoot and Berkshire hogs, which is really interesting because they look a lot like uh, our hogs, maybe a little bit smaller, but uh, uh, very interesting. And I, I won't, I won't uh, give away the entire article. It's very well written, uh, but it is definitely a challenge uh, to, to get these hogs uh, into the trailer for the first time to go to the processor. I'm glad to know that, uh, that I am not the only person who has had to deal with uh, putting the actual hog into the, uh, uh, the, uh, the back of the trailer because, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not as easy as you would think. So uh, Jack's Shop Kitchen in Ruckersville, Virginia. And if that is uh, near your future farm, Deborah, I got to say that's absolutely beautiful. Uh, Ruckersburg, north of Charlottesville, uh, it's a little to the west of uh, Gordonsville and Orange, which is uh, on my route as I uh, drive from Farmville up to DC. It's on uh, 29, so it's it's kind of the uh, the route you take from uh, Charlottesville up to the uh, DC area, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I am uh, I won't say I'm envious of you. Because uh, we love our spot, Deborah, but uh, I am I am looking forward to hearing more about uh, your future farm. And uh, thank you again for the email. Uh, Rick in Mims, Florida, also a writing in. Rick, thank you, sir. He says, I was raised on a mini farm. I really enjoy the podcast. Best wishes to your wife and yourself. May God bless you and keep you. Uh, thank you, Rick in Mims, Florida. I would love to know more about uh, growing up on a uh, mini farm. And uh, where you might have uh, grown up on that uh, mini farm, I'm always fascinated by uh, by, by how the different farming experiences uh, are around the country. Uh, Brian, with thoughts on the uh, self driving car, we've got uh, another fantastic email on this coming up in the uh, next segment. Uh, Brian says, "I look forward for the record to the days of self driving cars, but not self reporting to the government cars." 
And well, that's always the thing, though, isn't it, right? It's never just quite how you want it. <laughs> it's never just the self-driving cars. No, 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 no. There's always some stuff that goes along with the uh, technological advances. Um, Brian says, to take this to a higher viewpoint, consider the following conversation that often happens with regard to Second Amendment issues. What do I need to show ID to buy a gun? We have to show ID to drive, but driving isn't a constitutionally protected right. Driving is a privilege. Uh, Brian says, we on the pro-gun side anyway are happy to point out that the Bill of Rights is not an exclusive list of human rights, but it's simply a top ten list of things that were currently on the minds of the founding fathers. But we don't fight very hard for all those other human things. He says, this is uh, somewhere I think the libertarians have it right and the right wing has missed the mark. We have to defend our rights across the board. Privacy doesn't just matter when you're being arrested or when you're buying a gun. Privacy matters. To allow infringements of privacy because driving isn't a right simply makes the next infringement that much easier to accomplish. No, I, I, I would agree with you, uh, Brian. And, you know, look, as, as um, I, I've described myself for a couple of years now, I guess, as a conservatarian. I don't even know what the heck that means. Um, I, I, I jokingly call myself a communist as well, and I couldn't necessarily tell you what that means other than I, I, I do believe in consistency uh, in protecting our rights, and that means that, I, that means that I'm going to be standing up for the rights of people that I absolutely disagree with. I'm going to be standing up for the rights of people um, who say things and believe things that I don't say or believe because because I want to be able to say what I believe and I want to be able to say what I think. And if they disagree with me, I don't want them shutting me up. So I don't want to shut them up. That's how it works. Right. We, we, we treat each other the way we want to be treated. We respect the rights of others so that our rights are respected. Um, and you're right. We don't think about these things a whole lot, but not only now do you have to worry about again, the, the, the heavy hand of government. Now you have to worry about the sort of um, secretive side of the government and uh, what data are they getting from big companies that, that you may or may not know about. Uh, if you're not reading the uh, end-user license agreement, what are you giving up when you're accessing uh, various technologies. You know, these are basic questions. We certainly don't have a lot of uh, watchdogs who are telling us, hey, you know, these things are important, and hey, be aware of what you're giving up. Uh, be aware of the trade-off. That's, that's why I, uh, I've talked about uh, uh, Jaron Lanier a couple of times, but his book, You Were Not a Gadget, is fantastic. It is absolutely spot on. Uh, and if you, Brian, if you feel this way, if you haven't read uh, you are not a gadget by uh, Jaron Lanier. Pick it up. It's it's not a very long read. You can probably make it. Through, I don't know how much free time you have, but uh, it won't take you long at all. Uh, and I think that you would find it right up your alley. To me, it is um, it, it 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 is uh, almost a conservatarian, or maybe it is a conservatarian or a libertarian viewpoint. But it's talking about issues that, frankly, we don't talk much about. And they are the, I guess, the, the quote-unquote the emerging issues. They're the stuff that we we should be paying attention to um, because they're the stuff that's coming as opposed to uh, a lot of times what we do is we pay attention to the stuff that we've paid attention to for the past 30 or 40 years and we neglect what's on the horizon. This is a book about what's on the horizon and how it impacts our individual rights and our individual liberties. So uh, make sure that you check it out. And thank you again for your thoughts. So we've got more on that coming up after a quick break, but we do need to step away for a moment. Stick around, though, because we have more 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network coming up right after this. This is 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 
experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 